If we didn't accept that DM. So what if we're single even after Valentine's Day? What's the biggie? Huh? I mean, this guy is literally cementing the idea that because you're single, you are alone and therefore you are lonely. Like, really? And it doesn't help that this is the third episode since 2020. Like, he keeps adding verses onto verses. Guys, woo. Yo. Today's episode is packed and I am about to slam dunk everything. You know, these myths about singlehood being the worst time of your life. It's your girl DJ Love. Welcome to the show. So, are you still single? Like, literally. Is it by chance or, I mean, did, did you just, you know, did it just happen? Weren't you supposed to have shot your shot by now and had somebody in your arms? Like, hmm? Yeah, those are the questions people ask. Thankfully, those are not the questions I'm asking you. I know somebody, obviously, on the other side is already getting defensive and like, I, it's not my fault. Honey, it's not your fault. I don't, I don't even want to know the reason why you're single. But so many people want to know why you're single. And... I remember just reading an article in preparation for this and they literally said it the perfect way that everyone looks at you and when once they realize you're single they're like it is you you're defective you're literally not complete why you're such a wonderful person you're such a good person why don't you have anybody in your life is there something wrong with you your family is like trying to hook you up and trying like they're at the point where they're like you know what it's not free will anymore we're gonna arrange a marriage for you and just being happily single is becoming a myth you know and today is the day when we talk about this a month or so past valentine's day indeed but the reality of your status your relationship status continues and so those are the things that i like to deal with because even after valentine's day even after you know february 14th there are still things that people wake up with. You still wake up with those thoughts of, I'm single, maybe there's something wrong with me. You know, and I need to deal with those things. I need to be able to talk to you about those things. And Valentine's Day only happens once a year. You know, I mean, I wish February ended. I wish February was like the day where it's either this year has February 14th every once in five years. And then the next month, the next year, it's it ends on February 13th save us all the stress right or alternatively valentine's could have been moved to february 29th but anyway (laughs) basically yo man i i I feel bad for singles yo like think of it this way everything around you just speaks you need to be in a relationship of some sorts i mean it's not typically just a relationship it's relationships of some sorts you can either have 
something you know you could be with two people you could be with you know just be out there and dating but what if you're not called to that what if just what if you're not called to that what if this period that you find yourself single without anyone is not just a waiting period waiting should be like at the bottom of the list of words used to describe the season what if your singlehood let's call it that is an intentional phase where god is specifically trying to grow you and call you to himself and grow your awareness of him in your life more than your lack of a person in your life what if just what if right what if it is you coming in a stage where you purposefully learn the purpose that you have in your life just you know like think with me roll with me right now so let's look at it this way right the bible in ecclesiastes chapter 3 verses 1 says that there's a season for everything and a time for every delight and event or purpose under heaven meaning when you are single you are not single by mistake that you didn't wake up and be like boop oops i'm single by mistake boop i'm married by mistake no you are there intentionally as set by God. Meaning that there's a time even for you to be single or a time for you to be married. If you look at the examples that follow in the following verses, it says there's a time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to approve what is planted. And it goes on. So you can also clearly say that there's a time to be single and a time to be married. And that therefore allows you to think that I am not single by mistake. Let's forget about the reasons that, you know, you may be single. Perhaps you broke up with somebody. Perhaps long distance set its way in. Perhaps you just haven't found the right person. Whatever those other reasons are, I believe that you can be single on purpose or single with a purpose. And that is walking in that season that you're in right now with purpose and intentionality like never before and let it not be um, i'm being intentional because i'm trying to get the right person because then that becomes a whole issue of idolatry let me give you an example so i was listening to this video on instagram i I really wish i could um, mention where i found it so that you could also reference it but the minister was talking about how the current trend in you know, the church about this, the sexual purity culture where people abstain from sex, right? So basically the current trend is that people are abstaining from, from sex to be able to get the right partner, right? So the reason for their abstinence is be in order to get the right partner, be it as that they've been sleeping around and getting the wrong people. So they're abstaining so that they could get the right people, the right person who will be their spouse or their spouse who will be the right person you know, whatever, but that person is their spouse. So they want to abstain so that they can have sex with their spouse rather than abstaining so that they could actually be doing it to please God as a result of I'm obeying God. And that can very well be said that you are idolizing the idea of a relationship or so much so that you want to use whatever season in order to get that person. And the same applies with singlehood, that you're trying to be single to get the right person why not be single because this is a season that god has set out for you it's your time to be single in this particular season so let yourself be single and grow in the purpose or direction that god has set out for you right that is what being single that is what's being single on purpose is
However, there are certain things that I want to tackle through this podcast that will help you allow yourself to accept and further embrace that singlehood is can be lived intentionally and with purpose. And the first one is that singlehood is a calling, it's not an identity. The fact that you're single does not mean that that's your identity. People may look down on you and be like, you're such an amazing person, but why are you single? Like, you couldn't find a man, couldn't find a girl? Like, seriously? Like, you should have shot your shot, you'd have had a girl by now. But that, your that state that you're in is not your identity. Same as if you were married, that would not be your identity. Your singlehood is a calling. It's a calling in which God has given you in this right time, in this time, for you to grow to know yourself, to know the purpose that He has laid in, to know Him, the creator of heaven and earth, your creator, your master. And a very good um, reference I would use is 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Above all things, when you finish listening to this podcast, or if you'd like, you can pause, read that chapter. It has so much info on singleness versus marriage but neither of them being inferior to the other but each of them being intentionally perfect in their season i would suggest you read that but for right now let's go to verse 17 it says that only let each one live the life which the lord has assigned him and to which god has called him for each person is unique and is accountable for his choices and conduct let him walk in this way this is the rule I make in all the churches. So the first part is the most important part. The part that I want you to catch is that let each one live the life which the Lord has assigned him. Meaning that singlehood is a calling. This time God has assigned for you to be single. Okay, since he's assigned that, what are you doing? Are you allowing yourself to find out what exactly is it God, that God wants me to do in this season of singlehood? If you aren't, I would really suggest that you do that. It is a great period for you to grow and know what gifts has God given me? What are the things, the tools that he's given me that I could use? What are the talents he's placed in my hands right now that need me to work on them and actually grow in my purpose, grow in my identity, you see? And the fact that I was saying singlehood is not an identity is because your identity is who God says you are. God doesn't say you are single, no. Because at any point, that can change. But your identity in him can never change. You are his royal priesthood. You are his chosen one. You are righteous and holy and set apart by him. So therefore, that identity can never change in him. But your singlehood, your marital status, your financial, those things can change. So therefore, they cannot be your identity. So I pray that you would realize that these are the things that don't define you. Whether you're single, whether you're married... But it being that I'm talking to the single people, do not be ashamed because you're single right now. When anyone comes in and talks to you and says that, why are you single? Like, you know, with that tone that tells you that, hey, you are less than a chicken right now. No. Stand up and be like, you know, singlehood is a calling. And I'm here because God has assigned this life for me right now for as long as he knows. And I'm going to serve the purpose that he has given me to the fullest. Okay? Another thing that happens is that, you know, there's a misconception that if you are to live out your purpose or that you can't actually live out your purpose until you're married, which is which is furthest from the truth than ever, because your purpose is not bound to marriage. Remember, if we're saying singlehood, 
is a calling. It means that in that time, there is a purpose for which you have been assigned. Remember verse 17 of 1 Corinthians chapter 7 says, Let each one live the life which the Lord has assigned him. So if you've been assigned singlehood in this particular season, live that out. Purpose, there is purpose in that. Remember the first verse I said that there is a time for everything under the heavens. There's a season for everything under the heavens as well. Meaning that there's a purpose assigned, a special purpose assigned to that particular season. And you can complete it. You can fulfill it in that particular time. Okay? And if you want good reference, let's look at Romans 8 verse 28 that says, And we know with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us causes all things to work together as a plan for good for those who love God. To those who are called according to his purpose and plan. Mm, guys. <laughs> guys, like, oof. You have a purpose wherever you are. You're called according. The, the moment you believe in Christ, you have been given a purpose. So it's not the moment that you have been made single. The moment you got married. No. The moment you believe in Christ, you have been given a purpose. When you're called to get married, you have a purpose that you're given there. When you, even if it, as you remain single, you also have a purpose there, no matter what. And a great example to show you that purpose is not bound to being single or bound to when you're married is, let's look at the life of Paul, guys. Paul was first known as Saul, the, God who, the, the guy who God you know, basically confronted, Jesus Christ confronted, and he got changed into Paul, his name got changed to Paul, and we see throughout the New Testament, he writes so many books, basically, so many letters that he wrote to the church have become parts of the Bible today, because that was how Christ used him, and we see that all of that was done during the time that Paul was single, and First Corinthians chapter 7 is a very good book, chapter that he basically details the contrast between being single and being married and that of course neither are inferior to the other but there are benefits to being single over being married and at the same time marriage is not inferior to singlehood but he tries to emphasize that singlehood is so purposeful like you can achieve so much in singlehood because marriage sometimes is full of distractions that hold you back from growing in your relationship with god because there's so many things you want to fulfill, you want to fulfill the desires of your husband or your wife, you know that type of stuff. But let's not go deeper there. I just wanted to show you that Paul was a perfect example of that purpose is not bound to your marital status or any status whatsoever. You can achieve the purpose, or you can fulfill the purpose that you have been given, even when you are single. Okay. And number three is. If you decide to live the life that God has called for you or that you've been assigned or pursue the passions that you've been given, it is not equivalent to you throwing away the possibility of getting married or having a family. It doesn't. Because if I go back to Romans 8 verse 28, it says that we know with great confidence that God who is deeply concerned about us causes all things. I, I, I hope you heard that. All things to work together. Mm. for good for those who love God to those who are called according to his plan and purpose so whereas you're walking in your purpose and you probably you've reached the age of 30 that in itself is 
the life that God has assigned to you and it is within God's purpose and he's ensuring that all things work together for you. You've reached the age of 30 and God is probably calling you to be a missionary in another country. Now all of a sudden you're traveling over the world, uh, all over the world, but you don't have a partner or you're called to start a certain ministry or you just whatever place you are right now. Like I can't say better than what how the Bible has said it that he causes all things to work together. So even as where you're led in your purpose, he's still causing all things to work together. Because our God is a good God. He's the very definition of good. So he will not hold back that which he you desire so much. He will give it to you. But allow yourself to know that every part of whatever season you are right now, he has assigned that and you can live it intentionally and and know that you know, it is not that person that you want in your life to complete you that will complete you. It is him who completes you above all things. He completes you. He is, he, you know, that's what singlehood is about. You realize that it is God who completes you. Because he's the very same God who defines you and gives you an identity. So he's the one who completes you. He knows that you have a vacancy in you that only he can fill. And he is suited to fill best. And so if you're going to start chasing after all these things and desiring to, you make those things your God, your idols, and you don't get to allow God to show you that you are complete in me. Because even when you step into marriage with that same mindset, you will seek to allow your spouse to be the thing that completes you, but that person will never complete you. It is God who will complete you. And so I believe if you start from that phase when you're in singlehood and you desire to enter marriage and eventually get to marriage, it's easy to be on that foundation that God is the one who completes me and not my partner and not make crazy demands when you're with them. And so I believe that, you know, you can fulfill your passions and the purpose that God has given you when you're single and that you are not giving away the possibility of getting married or having a family when you decide to pursue that purpose because in that purpose eventually he leads you into getting married and you so you will definitely get there in God just hold on to that because he is a God who causes all things. He says here, yeah, causes all things to work together. I love how verse 28 says, and we know with great confidence. Like, guys, how do you get to that point of knowing with great confidence? If not allowing yourself to grow in your relationship with God. Away from any distractions before they've come. I, I feel like singlehood is such a great season to do that. A great time to grow with in great confidence of who God is. In great confidence of what God is capable of doing. In great confidence of the identity that he has given you. Mm. Guys. As fulfilling as marriage looks, trust me, there are distractions there. And Paul gives it evidently in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. That... You walk with God, you will try to make it a priority, but there will be distractions because you will have to please your wife or your husband. You will have to cater to this and that for them. You would have to do this for your kids. And it's not a bad thing. It's just they've added onto the tab of people that depend on you or you are supposed to cater to. As bad as that sounds, it's true. Right? It is very true. And... Paul states a lot of that in 1 Corinthians chapter 7, where he says that, if you read from verse 32, 
but I want you to be free from concern. The unmarried man is concerned about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord. But the married man is concerned about worldly things, how he may please his wife. And his interests are divided. You want to please God, but, oh, man, I've got to do this for the wife. I've got to do this for that. You see? It goes on to say, the unmarried woman or the virgin is concerned about the matters of the Lord, how to be holy and set apart both in body and in spirit. But a married woman is concerned about worldly things, how she may please her husband. Now I say this for your benefit, not to restrict you, but to promote what is appropriate and secure and distracted devotion to the Lord. Our purpose on this earth is to be devoted to God. That's like the baseline. It further branches off in many ways and basically cater to the different persons and you know how you how God reveals your purpose to you. You see, but our devo- our one purpose is to be devoted to God, to live our life in pleasing Him and in you know knowing our purpose and walking in that purpose. You see, but when you're married, there's so many distractions, and this is not a discouragement to a single person to tell you that don't get married because it's going to distract you no if the desire as even as paul continues to say if you desire for that and the desire burns in you go for it but in the season that you're single right now i pray that you use it with you know you walk with intentionality and with purpose that you are not ashamed that you do not shy from conversations with people like why are you single but you actually stand and purposely speak and say that, you know, I am purposefully where I am right now. And this is the life that God has assigned for me. And I'm fulfilling and walking the purpose that God has set out for me. Until the appropriate time of under the heavens, I will be serving God wholly and trustfully. Knowing that he has my, my desires at heart. And that he has and will plan things out for my best. And he's planning things and orchestrating things ordering your steps in the right way i believe that this is my encouragement to all the single people this is that time where you be like all the single ladies all the single ladies all the single people all the single people so put your hands up a so yeah single people this is such a good season to be single walk with purpose work with intention and grow in your devotion for god and when he assigns you a new life a new calling e.g marriage walk into that with purpose as well and the better foundation will have developed from you developing that in your singlehood i pray that for you And I wish you the best singlehood ever. God bless you. It's your girl, DJ Love, and I'm out.